Yes, we do. We turn the mic on every single Saturday on these airwaves. My name is Casey Steve, the voice of your valley on Merced's new stock station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOF. Come on. Schumer said, that's you. Smelling River Valley. Yeah. Hopeton. Festa. Atwater, Buhag Hall, Festa. Yes, we do. Oh, can you tell it's Festa season? I'm all happy about that. It was so much fun. So much fun. Oh, I got to get out of this thing. Oh, it's just me. Just me. Little old me, Underdog. Remember that? Underdog. That's one of my favorite cartoons. Still one of my favorite cartoons. Who doesn't love cartoons? Hey, today is I, uh, April, April 29th, 2023. So happy to have you here with me uh, in the bonus half hour of Citizen Watch. That's right. Usually we talk every day during the news. What are we going to play here, Case? There's so many things. So many things. Let's see. We've got to give it a couple of seconds. This is the old TAC. The CD port, uh, the P1440R, for those of you uh, audiophiles following us, the quality equipment we have. Got this at a garage sale over on 8th Street, uh, just south of you. Oh, look at that. I think I've been playing that song before. Going out, we were talking about uh, going out of the last, uh, the 8 o'clock hour. We had three, uh, three, three new shows this week. Can you believe it? Uh, it's very, very hard to believe, actually, quite frankly. We're going to cover a little bit of the Atwater City uh, Council meeting, but uh, the last show we were talking about uh, Gene Iris Kirby, who passed away uh, last week, Monday. I had her funeral Thursday. It was quick, my friends. Not the funeral, but, uh, you know, between uh, point A to point B, it was no uh, grass. Uh, well, anyway, it was it was very, uh, very, very quick. Beautiful service over there at the uh, Wilson Funeral Chapel. I think I'm saying that right. Over there in uh, Atwater. Used to be the old Catholic Church. Roger Wood was there, his lovely wife, Chi-Chi. A lot of the uh, pillars of the community and had nothing but kind words. But Roger was pointing out the history, as he knows, uh, only he knows, of Atwater. And you could see the, uh, you know, the, uh, the different uh, features and things. Very, very nice. Very, very dignified service. Uh, Pastor Rich Miller. Uh, anyway, I'm going to play some. Uh, I already played the comments, actually, in the, in the 8 o'clock hour uh, about Gene's. Uh, finding Christ and uh, the Savior, and uh, it was just amazing, uh, just amazing. Uh, the whole service, uh, the comments that were made. She was a, she was one of a kind. Uh, British. Uh, you'd walk in, uh, sit anywhere, dear. What are you be having? You know, just a kind of a dismissive demeanor. But she was sizing you up. She was, uh, she had a lot to say uh, that she didn't, and uh, she was uh, not holding back when she did speak. I love Jean. I love talking politics with her. Uh, it was absolutely a phenomenal individual. There will be none like her. There were none uh, that I knew of uh, a person like Jean Kirby. She was not the original granny. She uh, bought the place later in life. Worked there as a as a waitress. And uh, when she first waited on me, I'm like, man, how does this place stay open? And uh, come to find out, she just uh, really loved her customers and really doted on you. It was a place to be seen. Joan Fall, the unofficial ex-officio mayor of Atwater. She's still holding court over there and would 
light from table to table. Uh, she was at the service. Uh, really, really sad time, my friends. But uh, the other discussion at the Atwater City Council meeting was Castle. And the county, uh, I'm sure they're going to come to Merced someday. I'm sure we're going to see Dayron McDaniel someday at the Merced City Council Chambers. Uh, you know, when there's a meeting, you may, you may show up down there uh, when there's no meeting. Anyway, uh, the county made a beautiful presentation. They had, they had them all there. They had uh, Mr. Men, Men, uh, Mendoza, what is it, uh, Mendez, the, uh, the, the CEO, the cap that still waiting for an answer on that election. Anyway. Uh, what happened there over there? Uh, register our voters. I know we got it cleaned up now, but could we just, you know, I don't know, have a little, little debrief on uh, why we screwed up forty two hundred votes. Uh, anyway, uh, he was there, Mr. Mendez and uh, Darren Dayron McDaniel, District Three uh, Supervisor. He was there, and Mark Hendrickson. Now, I thought Mark was uh, head of ED uh, Econo- Economic Development over there, but uh, <laughs> he's now uh, evidently the assistant CEO of the county. So they kind of introduced him. I don't know if that's an official announcement or not. But anyway, let's go. Uh, let's go right into that. And some interesting things come out of this. Do you know that we have two engineers for our railroad over there, uh, the uh, seven thousand feet of track we have at Castle. We sent two people to Sacramento to engineering school. And I don't mean drawing on paper. You know, really, two dude. You know, I don't know. Probably get that thing up to about what five six miles before they have to slam on the brakes at the other end. But Anyway, who knows? And there may be a spot over here. You know, summer's coming up, kitty land. But uh, anyway, hey, let me let me go to the comments. Let me go to the comments. This is from the last Atwater City Council meeting. Presentation by, uh, well, you know, the heavy hitters over there. Here we are. Here we go, rather. So now we are going to have a presentation by Merced uh, County District 3 Supervisor Darren McDaniel and the County Executive Officer Raul Mendez and the Assistant County Executive Officer Mark Hendrickson. Don't worry, guys. Get everybody left before you start to speak. Well, that whenever, whenever we got here, thank you, Mayor Council, for allowing us to do this. But whenever I arrived, I thought everybody was here for this. <laughs> I guess I should have read the agenda. Also, I'd like to acknowledge um, Councilman Raymond for wearing his uh, Dodger blue tonight. I didn't realize you were such a Los Angeles Dodger fan. Wow. But if I could, we're going to use this time to do a community update on Castle. And uh, at this time, I'll invite our CEO and assistant CEO here to the microphone so we can do this. Thank you, Supervisor McDaniel. Uh, Good evening, Mayor, uh, City Council, uh, City Manager, uh, City Attorney. Raul Mendez, uh, Merced County, and staff, obviously. Uh, Raul Mendez, Merced County Executive Officer. you know, we started this process some months ago, just trying to improve the communication between the county and the city. As a former city manager, um, and uh, I know very well how important it is for us to be communicating plenty and often. So I appreciate, you know, the mayor extending the invitation. Obviously, our city manager making us, uh, giving us a, some time on the agenda this evening to share some information on Castle Commerce Center. I'm excited to uh, pass it over to our assistant CEO, Mark Hendrickson who many of you may recognize who previously held a position of Community and Economic Development Director for Merced County uh, over the course of the last uh, few weeks. We've been transitioning Mark into the exciting new role with our office. I'm excited to have him join our team, uh, just in a different capacity, wearing a different hat. Uh, many of you are very familiar with Mark, knows, uh, know about his uh, past uh, record and experience in public service. We think he's going to do an excellent job in this new uh, capacity for for the county and then also 
uh, we do have Mark Mims, our deputy director, basically our ED of our community and economic development uh, department, our economic development. So this evening, we're gonna be sharing some information on Castle Commerce Center as somebody that's still fairly new to Merced County. Uh, many of you know I came from Stanislaus County uh, and had the privilege of working over there on a similar property that was transferred over to the county. Um, I spoke to my counterpart today. They are still in the planning phase of development of the Crow's Landing Air Facility. Uh, learning about uh, Castle Commerce Center for me has been a great privilege. Had no idea how much activity development had occurred over the years. And so tonight we will highlight some of that progress. Uh, also be available to answer any questions you all may have or members of the community may have. But again, just uh, wanted to kind of you know introduce the item. I'm gonna pass it over to Mike, um, excuse me, Mark, who would uh, take you through the presentation. And again, certainly we're available, all available to answer any questions you may have. But again, thank you so much for the opportunity. Mark. Mr. Mayor, members of the council, good evening. It is certainly nice to see each of you. Uh, a couple quick uh, items perhaps before we get to the presentation. One, I want to certainly acknowledge the, um, the, the partnership and the collaboration that we have with uh, you and your team. And certainly want to say thank you to Ms. Waterman, say thank you to Mr. Thompson, um, for a lot of things going on behind the scenes. Certainly want to acknowledge each of them. Also take this opportunity, while it's not a part of this presentation, but just very quickly, um, just mention that I uh, really appreciate the collaboration that we've had uh, with, the, with the chief as well in recent weeks. And we're hosting a fairly significant uh, exercise out of Castle currently that's really in the, uh, they're, they're getting ready to get going with it. The 28th and 29th will be the, uh, again, weather permitting will be the days of, of the operations. But uh, as each of us well know, um, you know, former Castle Air Force Base is a big part of our community's heritage. And so it's, you're certainly going to see some, some aviation activity uh, at, the, uh, at Castle here over the coming, uh, coming few days. Oh, is there a clicker? Okay, very good. Thank you. So just to get going here, you know, each of you probably know a little bit of the history, uh, but I want to certainly focus. Thank you. Certainly want to focus for for a moment or two on um, you know obviously this this past year, this board uh, for quite some time has has had a razor sharp focus on a couple of different areas. One of which is what can we do uh, to fully maximize the facility and utilization thereof. And last year there was actually a couple of fairly significant steps forward. One of which uh, was with regard to a development that we referred to as Transportation Research Center. I'll talk about that in a little bit. And then certainly notably uh, some work on the logistics front where again, we're integrating um, aviation, we're integrating rail, we're integrating future highway access. So real quick, just a quick timeline. Uh, you know, just put this in perspective, the County of Merced actually assumed ownership of the, uh, of the facility in 2006. Then Supervisor Mike Nelson signed the documents actually accepting the property from the federal government. 2013, we started the process uh, upon Supervisor McDaniel uh, joining our board action development of a, of a strategic uh, plan. A few years later, we've got a number of startups coming uh, that have come to Castle, uh, you know, Blaker Brewery just being one of them. 2022 was a big year for us, both again with TRC and, and Patriot Rail, which we'll talk about here momentarily. Um, and then just put this in perspective today, we've got about 70 tenants and we'll talk about that as well. But again, our board has been focused on for quite some time. What can we do to grow privatization? What can we do to grow logistics? And what can we do to advance the ball with advanced technologies? Next up on the, on the slide, this is something I'm actually proud of from, a, uh, from an organizational standpoint. 
this is something that, uh, you know, this, this graph just goes to show you the, the growth in revenue. And of course, Castle is an enterprise fund where um, all expenses at Castle are offset by revenue generated from Castle. So we're running it like a business. I um, want to just mention, uh, you'll, you'll see one slight dip, and that dip was only because we fronted uh, money as a part of a grant that we received from the state government, the California State Transportation Agency. We got, received a $6.5 million um, grant to develop the Transportation Research Center project. Uh, we cash flowed it, uh, and of course it was reimbursed. That's why you saw it uh, pick right back up. But again, the, uh, the point here is that you know, we went from, uh, at one point in time, uh, our general fund, essentially we'll say subsidizing or loaning uh, uh, revenues or resources rather to, to the Castle Enterprise Fund way back uh, 15, 16, 17 years ago, and today we were operating at a healthy balance. You know, last year we also saw several property sales. Um, and certainly, again, want to acknowledge um, Mr. Thompson and his team for work that they're doing on certainly the first one, which happens to be on Hospital Road, but with on the, uh, the city of Atwater side of the line. We sold property that's uh, going to be redeveloped, as you can see from the very top picture, into some, uh, some modernized apartments. Hydro Logistics was another sale. Again, that was one that our board focused on. What can we do to uh, improve how we move things in and out of Castle? Patriot Rail, which I mentioned earlier, which of course is the rail operator, then MMIG construction, and that's, uh, that's a, a, a rendering of the facility that they're going to be developing on Castle in 2023. Last year was also a year where we actually were uh, successful, and this is where I have to give uh, our CEO uh, and our board a great deal of credit to help us identify the resources necessary to take down blighted structures that have been there for quite some time that had no uh, useful life left. This is going to create some space uh, for some additional rail district oriented development. But again, that uh, about 10 buildings were demolished and they were, it was a Herculean task to say the least. When the Air Force built things, they built things pretty significantly. So it's, uh, we're glad to see those things come down. This was, uh, again, Transportation Research Center, give you a little context. Uh, they were a part of a global procurement uh, that the county launched. We had interest from Spain, Europe, Asia, uh, TRC, which is Transportation Research Center, it operates the largest proving ground in North America, about a 4,500-acre site in East Liberty, Ohio. They have about a thousand different clients, um, and have been in business for plus or minus about 50 years, uh, affiliated with the Ohio State University. They saw us as an opportunity because of proximity to the Silicon Valley, so we are now able to service uh, many of their clients, who ironically were taking their vehicles and their personnel from the Silicon Valley. To, to, uh, to Ohio, they're now doing that in our backyard. So that's, uh, that's, that's pretty good. They're actually booked out through the remainder of 2023. Um, they have already had 28 different companies testing on site. Probably a couple things I'd point to here. Uh, probably the most, uh, the, the picture that shows the oval. Um, that was a two and a quarter mile oval um, that was, um, was constructed to support the, to support this operation. That was done again. This entire project was done via a California State Transportation Agency grant, um, and uh, certainly want to acknowledge uh, Assembly, former Assemblymember Gray for his legislative efforts to help us secure that. Of course, rail. Rail is a big component of our board's vision, um, and uh, the Board of Supervisors, after um, a quite a Quite an effort um, identified Patriot Rail. Patriot Rail operates in about 15 or 16 different states. Uh, a uh, has uh, a, a proven track record. Has already made in excess of about two million dollars in private investment to expand the facility. You actually can see 
the, the lower the lower picture is an example of that one direction adding additional track if you were to go out there on some days currently the, that track uh, all three of those tracks are entirely filled with rail cars one of our users has already tripled their volume that being amerigas we've got now two uh, transloaders who are actually uh, operating on site uh, one of which just got done with a series of shipments um, of, of largely tomato goods uh, to Mexico, to the Midwest, and other parts of North America. One I would probably mention uh, of, of note, we were able to help some of our neighbors to the south in Tulare County who were having trouble because of the floods in Tulare uh, ship some of their tomato goods and, uh, you know, out of their, some of their rail facilities. They were able to do that out of the castle. And so we're pretty proud of uh, the ability that we had to help one of our neighbors who were also going through a, a pretty difficult time. Next slide is a grant that we currently have in. The state of California uh, last, uh, last year um, launched an inland port um, project uh, or, or call for projects. We are one of, I think, 32, 32 proposals statewide. Our ask is a $49.2 million ask that's going to essentially help build out um, that area in purple. Uh, this is a, just a depiction. There should be new buildings, a new spine, uh, et cetera. Um, but when this is all said and done, this will obviously help us uh, connect the dots. Again, aviation is a very big part of what we want to do. Cannot stress that enough. So let me say it one more time. Aviation is a big part of what we want to be doing. Moving freight, in particular, things in and out of Castle, leveraging the future Outwarmers Express, Expressway, obviously the rail asset and aviation. If you could see where that, uh, that uh, kind of the end of that green line, that's where all the pieces of the puzzle come together. That's, that's a, about the best example I can give you of a truly multimodal facility that really, I, I'd argue, cannot be duplicated anywhere in this country. I'm pretty proud of the fact that uh, we're trying to advance, uh, advance that forward. You know, so again, kind of uh, as we kind of wrap up just this before we get on to your questions. You know, again, TRC is, uh, is a big part of, uh, of what we're doing. Uh, they've got a number of different companies out there. They've also got their first resident tenant that is operating in a building right there at the front of Castle. Uh, with already 50 new employees there. Our rail district uh, continues to, to, to move the ball forward. We do expect there to be uh, some new construction of, uh, of additional rail and buildings uh, in the near future. Again, I want to continue to stress the importance of Castle Airport. Um, and again, we continue to, uh, to plan, do the advanced planning necessary to again integrate each of those functions to realize the, the multimodality that I spoke of earlier. And I certainly don't want to uh, discount the, really the heart of Castle. So we've got uh, a fairly significant opportunity um, to continue to see growth in and around Castle. Obviously, uh, the work that uh, the Blaker folks have done in particular um, has been um, extraordinary. It's nice. I was out there a couple weekends ago you know, for one of their events, and I don't know how many people end up showing up, but it was, it was quite a few. So it's, it's nice to see people out and about. It's nice to see Atwater being, uh, being reflected upon positively. So just in kind of in closing, uh, I, I do want to acknowledge each of you. We do want to take a moment though, and, and, and the CEO did mention uh, Mark Mims. Mark Mims is our Deputy Director of Economic Development and very proud of him to say the least. So I certainly want to acknowledge him for the work that he's doing every single day, uh, whether it's again a military exercise, which is to be honest, as I think the, the, the city manager and our, and our chief uh, well recognize, there's a lot of advanced planning that goes into that, a lot of coordination, um, a lot, of, uh, a lot of things that, uh, that are behind the scenes that um, there's not a whole lot of credit to be extended, but Mark uh, almost single-handedly pulled that together. So I'm very proud of that and very proud of what he's been able to accomplish on each of the aforementioned projects that, uh, that uh, were reflected in the presentation tonight. So with that, Mr. Mayor, I'm gonna go ahead and stop and 
be happy to answer any questions that you or the council members may have. Thank you for this opportunity tonight. Well, I want to thank all of you for being here tonight. Uh, very interesting information. I'm glad you said something about the airport's going to be used. That's been a constant concern with some people in town, you know. So. You know, Mr. Mayor, I, I think to that point, I think a lot of folks don't realize that you know, pre-COVID, we were about 130,000 flight operations a year. You know, flight operation, the takeoff and landing is two, so kind of do the math. And so there's, um, you know, there's still a lot of uh, a lot of things that could be grown there. Obviously, COVID hurt the uh, hurt the flights, which drove up that operational count. But certainly, as we see military exercises, episodic cargo, episodic charter, uh, those types of things, not to mention the growth that, that I know is very important to Supervisor McDaniel. Certainly think that uh, the future of uh, aviation is bright at Castle. Cool. Does any council members have any questions or comments? John? Yeah, I do. I, I, I kind of got confused. TRC, is that 50 employees that they're going to have, or are they currently? Because in the other, you said they had 11. Yes, that's a good, that's a good question, uh, Councilmember Kale. So there's actually kind of two different answers to that. They themselves on site have about 11 currently, but they're growing. But they have a resident tenant. So one of their clients has now actually set up shop uh, on site under the, the TRC name. They have an excess of 50. So the answer is yes to actually. Okay, all yes, right, sir. that, that makes more sense yes, to me. And then how many, how much does uh, Patriot Rail, how many employees do they have over there? Mm. Yeah, Doc. Yes, three, three right now. Three on okay. site, and of course the employees that are really expected with that type of operation are going to be the transloaders who are actually the people who you know, take things off the rail cars and get them to the end users. Okay. Yes, All right. Sir. Great. Thank you. Thank you. Any other comments? Questions? And I think Supervisor McDaniel still has a yeah. thing. Oh, you're, like not done. oh you're not done. Okay. Actually, I'd like right. to add that Patriot Rail, uh, through our um, uh, process, we actually hired two folks here locally took them back to Sacramento and trained them to be train engineers. And then Patriot Rail took care of all that and brought them back and now they're employees here. But also, if you look at it, we've really focused on private sector projects. If you look at that, all we did was facil facilitate. Private sector, we put it in their hands, they're taking control. So the next update that I'm looking forward to, because we mentioned the air side, and it doesn't, there's not a whole lot in our presentation, but we're always focused on that. Hopefully in our next one, we have a lot of projects that have come to us for the air side um, of Castle. And so we're actually extremely happy about that. And hopefully the next update, we can actually talk about it. So. Well, good. We look, you. we look forward to that. Anything else? No questions, comments? No. Okay. Right on. Thank you. All right. Thank you. You always notice how when they uh, come in to do these things, there's always like, yeah, yeah, we got something in the works. We can't talk about it right now, but we're going to come back in a few weeks and we're going to tell you all about it. So I hope it comes. Hey, I'm all for it. Come on. I only want to see the place succeed like uh, almost every other base that closed down and was realigned and repurposed. I mean, uh, why can't we be like, oh, I don't know, uh, El Toro or something uh, something successful. So I know we're working on it and we've uh, promoted Mr. Hendrickson. Uh, congratulations, uh, Citizen Watch. Congratulations for the promotion uh, to uh, assist. I didn't hear the official title. I, I hear assisting the uh, county executive officer and uh, based on the past performance of the election of last year, he needs all the help he can get. Hey, we're out of time. Hard to believe we're out of time. We're out of time for this segment. The bonus half hour. Hopefully you've enjoyed it. My name's Casey Steen. The voice of your valley on Merced's News Talk Station, 107.3 FM, 1480 AM, KYOS. 
I love each and every one of you. I couldn't do this show without you. You don't know how much you mean to me. And we're only here for a short time, my friends. We've talked about a couple of people that they're not with us. You know, we'll see them someday, but it ain't going to be today. I'm not going to see Gene over at Granny's today. You mean so much to me. I'll see you later. Bye-bye. Hey